Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Chof Gimel in Tanis. Again, Boker Tov, Shavua Tov, Chodesh Tov, Chanukah Sameach. We start from about 10 lines down on the page in daf Chof Gimel Abed Aleph. And we, again, we learn for a four shlema for <coughs> Yosef Asriel Ben Chaim Michal. Taner Abonim. Pamach has a story about Choni HaMa'agel that we learned in the Mishnah. Uh, about he was the famous uh, call him a rainmaker. He was at time. He was at the time of the base of Mikdash. Once Ador had already gone out, meaning it was late in the winter, the rain had not fallen yet. They sent him a message. The rabbi sent him a message, and they said, "Ispalo, please pray the Yarduk Shaman, and rain should come." He was a great rainmaker. He knew how to pray to God. Ispalo below Yarduk Shaman. He prayed. Rain didn't come down. Og Uga, he made a circle, a famous story. He made a circle, it's called an Uga like a cake because they would, uh, like a pie. He made a circle around himself, and he stood in that circle. Just like he had done, I stood on my, uh, on my watch, and I, stood, and I stood still during the siege. And as he didn't move, and he said, I'm praying here, I'm not moving until I'm answered. Choni Yamagel said, "Benecha, someone praying my Your sons, your children have turned to me. Shainika ben Bais lefenecha. I am like a resident in your house. I'm one of like one of your family, uh, and therefore I, my requests will be heeded. Nishbani b'shem chagai. I swear by your great name. Shaini zaz mikan. I don't. I won't leave your ad shetrachem al benecha until you have rachmanus. You have mercy on your children. His chiluk sham menatfin. The rain started to come down. Drop, drop down. Little drop by drop. Armol tamidav." So his student said to him, Rebbe, we should, we should be zochah to see you and we shouldn't die, but, you know, with, like, due respect, with, with all due respect, the, it looks like the rain has only come down, said, you're not leaving until it rains. So there's a little rain coming down, like, so to speak, God's granting you a little bit of rain in order to fulfill your, your, your oath. So you could say, okay, it did rain, and therefore I can leave the circle. But uh, that's not really going to do it. People need real rain. Omar, the fun of so he said to God, he said before God, Choni uh, Amagel said, uh, This is not what I've asked for. I need real rain. I need rain that will fill the, the pits, the ditches, and the caves. I need real rain that's going to fill them up. So the rain started coming down in great force. Until every drop was like the opening of a barrel. Very big. A drop like that was not less than a log. In other words, every drop was not a little drop. It was like a whole uh, bottle of water coming down. Again, may we see you and we shouldn't die with due respect. It seems like this rain is coming down to destroy the world. It's like a flood. Uh, this is terrible. I'm the fun of. So again, Choni turned to God and said, "Lokach This is not what I asked for. El I'm looking for, uh, um, uh, you know, like uh, rain that is uh, calm, proper rain. You know, the rotzon that acceptable rain, bracha, uh, a blessing, medaba, and goodwill. Uh, so then the rains uh, slowed down and they came down the right way. Uh, normal. It was so full of the the Eretz was so full of water that people uh, to escape the, uh, the, uh, the the flooding that they were flooding at that point they went up to Harbais, which is a mountain they shone from the rain. That sort of so there was a, a proper amount of rain. Now it came down. It wasn't destroying anymore, but there was still a ton of rain. Omelo, Rebbe. Just like you prayed that the rain should come down. Please pray, pray that the rain should stop. 
This is my tradition. You never pray against too much good. Even though this is too much of the good, you don't pray against it. Even so, bring me a par. I'm going to bring a sacrifice. And Rashi says over here that he bought the Choni Bismana Bayesaya. He was going to bring, he's going to bring, a, bring me a par, bring me a bowl uh, that I will give a carbon of thanksgiving. Avilo Parodo. They brought him a par to thank God with, like a carbon toto. Some of Shayyadavalavi put his two hands on it. He said, Please, Rabbanu Shalom. Amcha Yisrael showed Sesim Shalom. This, the, your, your nation of Israel that you took out of Egypt, Einan Yecholen, Lamod. They cannot stand, they cannot withstand. Not with an abundance of good, not with too much, uh, too much punishment. If you got angry at them, they can't withstand your anger. If you rained on them good, rained upon them good, they can't, they can't stand with that either. I said rained, I don't mean just mean R-A-I-N, but R-E-I-G-N. Like whatever you put upon them good, when you bring them too much good, they can't withstand that either. May it be the will before you have shaved, that the rain should stop, the world should, should attain relief from the, both from the famine and from the flooding. Miyad, at that point, when he prayed, when he prayed in that manner, the, rain, the wind started to uh, blow, but his spots were of him, the clouds scattered. The sun came out, the sudden they went out to the fields, the petrus, and they brought out uh, kinds of, of mushrooms and truffles, things that show that, 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 that the uh, fields are now properly nourished and, and things are good. They weren't fluttered away. Uh, the the the, uh, the uh, mushrooms and the truffles sort of sit on top of the ground. So I guess had it been a flood, they would have been washed away. That showed that things were good. Why did he bring your carbon? I don't understand. Uh, carbon total. Thanks. He said you don't think you don't pray for. He says he says he says you should. He says he says yeah, there was too much good, too much too rain. Much so, so too much is no good. So he says you shouldn't. He says like, I have a Kabbalah that I'm not supposed. You're not supposed to do right. that. But so still, but still, I'm praying to God that we can't stand too much good and too much bad. And I'm bringing a carbon to thank him for the rain. He's thanking God for the rain. So, so the carbon was brought to vitiate the notion that you can't pray. No, pray I, I think I think so. No, I no, I I think the carbon was brought. The thing that right, but the carbon was brought to thank God, and at the same time to say, even though I'm not supposed to uh, withhold good, you know, you're not supposed to pray against good, too much good. But please, I would like the carbon to be a thankful, but but. Thanks, but not too much. You know, so, thanks, but so not, not thanks. He needed the carbon. He couldn't just say to right, God, to sort of, to, to stop. stop, stop, right, right, right. Because he said that's improper. So he says, let me, even so, let me bring a carbon and say, thank you very much, God, but enough is enough. That's what he, and that's what he did. And this is the story with Chani Magel. Chani Magel, and it says over here, the story ends off, Shalom Shim Ben Shimon Shatta, who was from the last of the, uh, he was the Kohen, he was the last of the, uh, of the great scholars in, at the time of the, of the, of the second base of Migdash. So it says, it said to him, you're not being Choni, who is well known to be a Ben Bias with God, goes right after that, we put you in Cherem, because it's improper to uh, demand this from God. What happens? What about in the years of Elio and Avi? We had that before a few days ago. Elio and Avi had the keys to reign. Remember, he said, he said, 
I swear you'll see there won't be any rain for years now. You remember for years, for three years, you won't see a drop of rain. Now, if he had the ability to stop the rain, one of you would, he, if he said the rain's going to stop and you're going to make the rain come, so the because you have the power, so to speak, to make the rain come, you, you can control God because we know that if you ask for rain, the rain will come. On the other hand, Eliyahu, Eliyahu and Avi, stop the rain from coming. So what happens if you would say, he would say stop and you would say go? One of you would be uh, would be shamed. One of you would not would not be fulfilled, and there would be shem shemayim. Avamasa, what can I do for you? In other words, Shalom Shas said, "What you did is really improper because you could bring a shame, you could bring a chil Hashem." Avamasa, what can I do to you? Shatam is because you, so to speak, sin. You act improperly before God. He still listens to you. Kibben, like a son, Shemeshchat, love like a son who sins to his father, but his father has Rahmanas on him and he listens to him. Abba, holy cheni, he tells his father, holy cheni, take me, Lebrachseni, to wash me, you know, wash me off in hot water, Shtafani, but son, cool me off with cold water, rinse me off with cold water, take me a gozim, give me nuts, shkedim, almonds, afarskim, peaches, vermonim, pomegranates, Venoslan, he gives it to him. In other words, what can I do? You're like a, a, a bad little boy, you know, a bad little boy sins. Spoiled. And he, huh? Spoiled. A spoiled kid, yeah. And, and you ask for stuff and God gives it to you anyway, like a father who spoils his kid. Pasuk is about you. Let your father and mother be happy. And the one who gave birth to you will, will rejoice. In other words, they're happy with you, even though you act sometimes improperly. That's what Shimon and Shatach told. So you see them when Shimon Shatach was at the same time as Choni, Choni was able still to bring a carbon. That was at the time, the end of the of the of the bias. Tan Rabbanim, Mashalkul Ben Eved Shlosigas L'Choni Mag. We're not finished. Choni, this whole story today is all about Choni Mag and his family. So Choni Ma'agel, I can always say Choni Amagel. It's Hamit Agel is the correct way that he you know, he made the circle. That's why it's called Choni. What did the people from the Sanhedrin, the Beis They said the Sanhedrin sat in the in the uh, in the Lishkas Agassos in the base of Migdash. They were the leaders, right? They were the uh, the Sanhedrin. Uh, and what did they send him? They they quoted this pasuk. A pasuk in Eov says like this: Vatigzor Omer Vayakamlach. You you decree it and it and it and it happens. Pasuk goes on. The Gemara here doesn't. In our Gemara, it only quotes the first pasuk. Uh, and in your ways, the, the light will shine, right? So for first, that's one Pasuk. That's Perek Chafbeis, Pasuk Chafches. How does he interpret that? You decree from below that it should be rain. He, he fulfills your words from above, I bring rain. Or on your way, the light will shine. Afel was or that was darkened. of a world, a generation that was darkened, probably by no rain. It was dark, no rain. Uh, um, you lighten them with your tefillah. The next pasuk goes on. Pasuk When they were low, Batomer Geva, you said, "Get up, rise up." Vishach Enaim Yoshia. And so he explains that that's the that's the next pasuk. Again, um, uh, right. So he explains it now. That the second pasuk. Shuffle, a, a generation that was low was lying low. They were they were low because they were uh, because they were um, they had no rain or that they sinned. 
you raise them with your tefillah. I'm the one who had eyes were low. Yoshia, Dorsha, Shachba, Bono, that was low down because of their its sins. You saved them with your tefillahs. You prayed for them. Presumably, the lack of rain also was because of their sins. So a, a generation that was low. Number one, you, you declared there should be rain. God listened. Number two, when they were low because of their sins, you raised them up, right? You raised me up. You raise him up to Shachinam, the one whose eyes were lowered because of their sins. The next Pasik goes on. The Pasik says, Pasik Lam, it says, Yamale Inoki, you saved, right? That you helped them escape. Inoki, the one who wasn't innocent. And they escaped with the purity of your hands. So again, he explains. Um, uh, a nation that was not innocent, they were sins. Milatso, you saved them with your tefillah. And they were saved. Milatso, again, you saved them. You helped them escape. With the work of your hands, which were clear, meaning were innocent. Your hands were clean and you prayed for them and you helped them. Uh, you, you, you prayed for them and, they, and your tefillahs were answered um, on their behalf. Omar Bielchman, Kong Shalosat Sadek. All the days of Choni Amagel, he was, all his days, he was, he was upset about this Pasek. Pasek says, As he says, right, we say the Pasek all the time, Shira Malos, the song of the, uh, of the steps of the uh, rising up, when Hashem returned the Shiva Sion to Yerushalayim from Babel. How long were they in Babel? We were dreamers. As if to say that the whole Golis Babel of 70 years was a, was a dream. Omar, he said, I understand the Pasuk. Mika, Denayim, Shivan, Shivan Shanim, Is there somebody who can sleep for 70 years in a dream? What do you mean? It's like, as if to say that the, the whole Golis Babel was just a little dream. He had a bad dream. He says, can you sleep for 70 years in a dream? So, Yomachag, one day, have a He was walking on the road. He was always upset. He couldn't understand the Pasuk. One day, he was walking on the road. He saw a man. Planted a carob tree. When will it grow? When? How many years will it uh, will it take for the uh, for the tr- for the carob tree to produce uh, carobs? It takes about seventy years. It's a long time for this tree to grow and produce fruit. You're planting this tree. You think you're going to live? It's so obvious. You think you're going to live another seventy years? The man was already. You know, planting the trees. He's going to live for seventy years. I'm late. So he said to him, he said, um, I found the world full of carobs. When I when I was born and I grew up, there were carobs here. Who had planted them? Just like my ancestors planted them for me. I'm also planting for my descendants, for my children. That's what I'm doing. I'm not doing it for me. Yosef, so, okay, he got a good answer. Yosef Kakarkwifta, Rabbi Choni Magwa was sitting there, was breaking bread, eating. Also, Leishinsa, and, and he uh, fell asleep. He was eating, and he ate a lot, and he fell asleep. Nim, he fell asleep. Ahadrele Mishinaisa, and like some rocks gathered up around him. And as he fell, where he was sitting, some rocks were gathered around there. Ichse uh, Me'ena, he was unseen. He was, nobody could see him. He was like hidden by the rocks. He slept for 70 years. When he got up, he slept for 70 years. It's like the story of, you know, the, I guess the Rip Van Winkle story came from here, from uh, they got it from this Gemara. 
He come when he got up. Chazi alu gavri. He saw a man. Davi come lock at me now you. He saw a man that was uh, harvesting the, uh, the from that tree. He was standing next to that tree that he that he fell asleep near that tree, and he saw a man taking off the you know harvesting the carobs. Amalei atu the shasal say, are you the one who planted this? Amalei no barbre and I'm his grandson. Amalei shmamino then I'm his shemishon. He said this is his grandson. I must have slept for seventy years. Chazal lechamrei he saw his own donkey who had been I guess also in this yallei ramchi ramchi he had two generations. His donkey already had two generations. He saw the grandchildren of his of his uh, of his um, uh, of his own donkey. Uzzlebase, he went home. He went. He you know it was near his house. Obviously, he walked there. He came there. He went home. He realized seven years had passed. He says, "Listen, is the son of Choni Amago? Is he alive?" They said, "Bray, less his son's not here anymore. He's gone." But Barbara, he says, his grandson's here. Amalu, I'm a so he told them, listen, I am he, I'm, I'm the grandfather, I'm Choni Amago, right? Uh, that's what he told them. Love knew they didn't believe him. Nobody believed him, huh? I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, what am I, right? Also the base matter, she went to the base matter, Shamunal Rabbani, here the Rebbe's the Khamri, and they said, here in Shmaitan, this, this uh, particular verse, and, or the, this particular saying in the Gemara, is as clear to us, is as clear to us as in the years of Choni Amago, that they said, then people could learn very well, and they understood things. It's as clear to us as, the, as those years. The Chayave Ayel of Beis Medrash, when, when, when uh, Chani Magal would come to the Beis Medrash in his day, Kol Kushi any question that the rabbis had of him, Farkle, he wouldn't answer him. In other words, anything was answered, so every, nobody had any questions. He says, oh, this is as clear to us as if Chani Magal was here. Amalu, Ananiyo, I am, I'm he, it's me, I'm, I am he. Lamu, they didn't believe him either. They didn't give him any honor. It could have been boy like was like was befitting him. He felt very distressed by this boy. When he prayed, he prayed that he should die. and he died. He prayed that he should die, and he and he died. People say, like by Eov. He says either have friends or better death. That is, if he couldn't if he couldn't interact with anybody, nobody believed in who he was, and they don't even want to listen to him. Better that they should die. The Rav Shlavis asks. So why didn't he prove who he was by answering all the questions? If he could answer any question, and that not, they weren't, they didn't have anybody as great as he in his, at that point in time, why didn't he prove who he was by answering his questions? So he says, you see from here that we're only a misugal, a misugal to learn from people in our generation. If we would have lived uh, 200 years ago, whatever, at the time of the grow, we wouldn't have been able to, to fathom what he's saying. We wouldn't have been able to learn from him. Get on Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you couldn't, you couldn't, the, right. Eloha Yubadora. So he says, he could, they couldn't learn from him. Whatever the reason was, they couldn't, they could have, you're Masugo to learn from, like you say, you know, you have to listen to the rabbis in that generation. You know, why, but our rabbi is not as great as the Rama. The answer is, we're Masugo to learn from the rabbis in our generation. We don't, we don't have those rabbis. And we, if the Rama was here today, we wouldn't be able to learn from him either. Maybe that's the story, but it's a it's pretty short story. He had the ability to bring rain. He had the ability to rain, but they, they didn't believe him. Seventy years is not that much in, this, in terms yeah. of that board. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what he in says. Seventy that. years, we have. It could be. Yeah, and our Yeah, yeah. But maybe we wouldn't have been able to learn from a Bukhan Wasserman or from people who lived prior to. You know, maybe that's not, that's how things are, right? But uh, right, so that was that was the story with Choni Amagel, and then he died. So people say, oh, better to have friends. If you don't have any friends, you're better off dead. Why did he go, well, I don't understand yeah. the whole story. Yeah. I don't understand the story, but what's this 70 years business? 
Ah, why 70? Yeah, well, uh, what was he doing? Yeah, that was the story. Uh, the 70 years, I, I don't know. He was asleep for 70 years. Yeah, he was asleep years. for 70 years. That no, it fulfilled cause the Gullus bubble. He was bothered by the question years. of Gullus bubble. But, but so I they mean, showed him that happened. They showed him what can happen in 70 years, right? He showed him what can happen in 70 years. That's the story. Abachilkia Barbaray Dachoni Amagel. Now, he had a grandson. And the disability to bring rain was not just Choni himself, but it was also in his family. He had a grandson. Abachilkia was his name. Barbre was his, was his uh, the son of his son, meaning his, his grandson. Dachoni Amagel. Also, in his day, when they needed rain, they would, the rabbis would send, would send messages to him. Boy Rachmi. And he would beg for mercy from Hashem, but also from rain would come. Zimachar one time, it's Metra, the world need rain, things were dry. Shadar Barzigurabon, and the rabbi sent a pair of rabbis to talk to him, like a bay, to uh, beg for mercy, to pray for mercy, and Isamatra rain should come. Ozul Basic, they went to his house to visit him, they didn't find him at home. Ozul Badabra, they you know they they didn't call first, right? They came to his house, you know, and knocked the door, he wasn't home. Also, they went out to the field. They saw that he was hoeing in the field. He was doing a, a field work. They greeted him. He didn't pay any attention to him. He didn't even answer. Didn't answer. A bunch of things are going to happen now that are going to be hard to understand, and we'll see the, the explanation of the story after. He didn't, he didn't pay any attention to him. He didn't even uh, take note of their greeting. In the evening, when he was gathering, when they, they waited there, and they saw that he was uh, gathering the chips of wood to take home, whatever. He carried the, the, the wood and his hoe, his, his working tool, on one shoulder. And his coat, he put on the other shoulder, which was strange, seemingly strange. Why didn't he use the coat to hold the, the wood? Why did he do it in that manner? The whole way he walked home without shoes. When he reached some water, he had to cross the water. He put his shoes on. Also seemingly strange. When he reached a place where there were some thorns and uh, uh, thistles, uh, he lifted up his, his garment. He lifted his garment, as we'll see, lifted up so, he, so that the garment would not get torn by the thorns. So when he reached town, when he reached the, the city limits and he was near his house, his wife came out to greet him. She was all adorned. She was all, uh, all bedecked. She had made herself real pretty. When he came home, he allowed his wife to go in first. Then he followed her. And then the rabbis followed the rabbis who were walking along with him. Obviously, they were waiting to talk to him. They followed him in. He, they were found last. Yosef, he sat at the car for if they broke bread. He had his meal. And he didn't tell the Rabbanan to Karicho, come join us for the meal. He didn't offer them any food. Uh, he didn't offer them any food. But he took some of the food. He broke the bread. To his children. To the older children, he gave him one portion. To the younger children, he gave him two portions. So he whispered to his wife, I know that these rabbis who are waiting over here, I know what they came for. Usually when there's a knock at, you know, usually when, when we have a rabbi's at the door, knocks on your door, a guy with a beard, you also know what he's there for. They knew, but he knew he wasn't, they weren't looking for money. They, he knew that they were here to ask for rain, to ask that we should pray for rain. So they came here to ask for rain. Let's you, let's you and I go upstairs to the roof. 
They went up to the roof, not so to speak to get closer to God only, but you know, privately they didn't want to do it in public. They went upstairs and let's pray for rain. Maybe Hashem will accept our prayers. The AC Mitra and rain will come below. And we won't take credit for it. In other words, if they ask us for rain and then we ask for rain, so it's like we did it. Let's before they even ask, let's go up ourselves and we'll ask for rain and then it'll start raining and then it, when they ask for rain, rain will already be there. It won't be, we won't take credit for it. Suckily, they went up to the roof. Come, so he stood in one corner like Yitzchak and Rifka when they prayed. Remember, they prayed for children. Come, he stood in one corner of the and she stood in the other corner. But the rain, the clouds came immediately. They came in her corner, the Dvisu, in her corner first. Uh, and and uh, the, rain, uh, the, the rain started from her corner, not from his corner. And the rains happened. Kinochus, when they came downstairs, I guess they left the rabbis downstairs in the living room or the dining room, wherever the room was. Amulahu, he said to them, Amayas Rabbanu, um, hello, what are you here for? Amulahu said, Rabbanu, uh, we, a rabbi sent us that you should pray for mercy, I'm you should pray for rain. Blessed be Hashem that you don't need Abba you don't need me, right? It's already raining, you don't even need me. Right? Blessed be God that you don't have even investments. They didn't want to take credit for it. So they said to me, We know that the rain is because of you know, the whole story is hard to understand. Like, didn't he, he was working out in the field. Didn't he know that there was a well, lack of rain? It wasn't rain, yeah. But he waited, that's how, that's how he did it. He didn't, he didn't dab it until they asked him, right? So he says, they said to me, Adina Dimitra Machmas Maradas, you think we're foolish? We know what happened. It hasn't rained here for weeks and weeks. The world's dry. We come in, you go upstairs, and all of a sudden it starts raining. We know that the rain came because of you. Ella, you know, so thank you. Ella, Leimelan, please tell us, Mar, Leimelan, Mar, please tell us, sir. Hani Mili de Tamila, please tell us these, so the way you've acted from the time we came out to meet you in the field till now. There's, we don't understand what's going on, what you've done here. Please explain to us uh, what, what you, how, you've, how you've acted. My Tamaki Lamar Shalma Marape, why when we greeted you, you didn't even say hello back? You didn't, uh, you didn't show us your face. I'm paid by the day. And I didn't want to stop working. It's improper for me to take off time. Not like you see here where people say, you know, like I'll, I'll call you from work, you know, when I, when I don't have to work, you know. It's also, I'm supposed to work. It's not, it's improper for me to take care of personal matters or other things during the workday. You know? Where do you find workers like that? You know, they wouldn't take off any time from work. It's improper. I can't deal with things during work. Ask me after hours. I'm paid. So why did you put the wood on one shoulder and the garment uh, and the coat on the other shoulder? I borrowed this coat from somebody. He was so poor. He, didn't have, he can make rain happen. He was poor. He said, I borrowed the coat. I borrowed it only to wear. I wear it to wear it to keep me warm. I didn't wear, I, the guy didn't give me permission to, uh, you know, to, uh, to, care, to put wood in it. It's like you borrow somebody's uh, fancy car, you don't use it for, uh, you know, for schlepping uh, goods. So that's what it wasn't, wasn't I borrowed, I'm, I'm not supposed to use it for those purposes. My time, why is that the whole way you didn't put on shoes? When you reach the water, sometimes you put on shoes. I'm a little very simple. The whole way I can see where I'm stepping. So I know it's okay to walk this way. But my local chassin, I can't see what's in the water. Maybe there's a snake or a fish that's going to bite me. So I had to put on shoes. 
My time to my lizmi when you reach the thorns and the thistles, the little matter why did you lift up your garment? My feet can heal if they get scratched or, or cut, but the coat won't heal, right? So uh, that's why I didn't want uh, I didn't want my coat to get uh, torn. It's not even my coat. I mean, the, the, maybe the glima was uh, this that he says the linen his garment. Maybe that's not the same as the as the glima the coat outside. But in any case, whatever he was wearing, he lifted it off off the ground. That's apparently the coat was on his shoulder. Right, this was uh, his garment probably reached further down, and he lifted that up. My time Why is it when we reach the town limits? Why is it we reach the town limits? Your wife came out to greet you, all uh, all uh, you know, adorned in jewelry and perfume, etc. She dressed up. That's proper for a wife to dress up nicely, that I shouldn't gaze upon other women to look to look nice for for her husband. Again, she was at Sadek. It's my time Ayla Basra. Why is it that you let her go in first and then you followed her? Bahadur Alina Nana. You didn't say to the to your guests, you know, please go in first. I haven't checked you out. I don't know who you are. Right? Maybe you're improper. You shouldn't be looking at my wife. Maybe you're gonna do something improper. And Rashi here brings down a Hirsh on the right side. Uh, I don't know if you're if you're uh, you know proper people or if you're uh, ruffians or, or sinners. There it says the famous line, you know, honor everybody, but be suspicious. Don't be don't be so trusting. Here too, I don't know you. How can I trust you? People say you know, yeah, you know, you should do that, but you got you can't be trusting of somebody until you know them. That's what he says. I, I don't know who you are, so I made sure that I kept myself between you and my wife. Not, right? Between you and my wife. Doesn't okay. My, aren't we yeah. describing these people as Rabbana? Yes, All yes. Along? Well, they sent two young scholars. Right, 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 right. So they should have known that they shouldn't have followed the woman in there. Yeah, but maybe they didn't offer. In other words, why didn't, why didn't he let them go in first? Maybe right. they should have gone in first before the wife. But they didn't want the wife to be, you know, he didn't want his wife to be near the men without him being in between. Maybe that's what I mean. They should have offered them to go in first before the wife. Obviously, they shouldn't go right in behind the wife. Maybe that's what he meant. Um, so he says, because you haven't been checked out. My tamki karaf marifta. Why is it when you broke bread, lo amrlan, you didn't say isu karichu? Why, why didn't you offer us something to eat? You didn't, you sat down to eat. We understand all these other things, why you did this. You put on the shoes, you went in first, this and that. But why didn't you offer something to eat? He says, I don't have enough bread, and you would have realized it too. You wouldn't have eaten anyway, because you could see how poor we are. And if I would have offered it to you, you would have just uh, said, you know, you've given us credit for being nice people, but you wouldn't have eaten it anyways. And I know that you weren't going to eat. So it's like, you know, it's a, you know somebody's invited somewhere else, and then you invite them, knowing that they can't accept. So you say, oh, you see, I got, I got credit, I invited you. But you know they can't give, you know he's traveling or whatever, he's not going to be here. We didn't want to take credit for nothing. I know you wouldn't have eaten anyway, because you see how poor we are, and I didn't want to just take credit for nothing. My time, you have Marley and Uka, why, when you give to the children, Kashisha Chad, you gave, the older children gave one portion, Chad Rifta, Uzitri Train, the younger ones who gave two pieces of bread, Amalu. The older one is basically at home now. I guess he's in college or whatever, in yeshiva, but he lives at home and he has plenty of food all the time there or whatever they have. The other one's in the shul learning from his Rebbe all day and there's nothing to eat, so therefore you give him a double portion. My time up. Why is it that they even realize that? 
that the cloud started, the rain started in his wife's corner. Apparently they figured out what happened and went into the other, went, afterwards the rain started in his corner. She says, my wife is usually at home, when people come knocking at the door for food, she gives them food directly. She gives them a direct, a direct donation that they can eat right away. Umikr vano, so their 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 hano, the pleasure they get is nearby. They get, eat right away. but I give them change at shul. I give them a couple of shekels. but they can't eat right away. They got to go buy something with it. And as she her schus comes quicker because she gives them food and they eat right away. Mine, they have to go buy something with it. Inami hanu There's some bad guys, some boors in our neighborhood. Um, I wish that they should die. And, and she prays that they should do tshuva and they did tshuva. Here's another shala. How can you pray for somebody else to do tshuva? But that, that's a complicated thing because a person has to do tshuva himself, but maybe that they should have siyat and The question is, though, if he hadn't gone up with, them, with her, yeah. would there have been rain? What was his role? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, he, he, because I, then, then, apparently, then any tzaddik can get rain. No, uh, they had a special. They had a, a well, kind of, be, his had family. There, no? Yeah, he had to be there, but but maybe she had it because she was in the family. She also had that schus, and she had a bigger schus because she gives food directly to the people, and or because she uh, was makar of these boars by praying for them. She was connected. So she was, to him. She was connected. She's his wife. Now that was the story of Abichilkia, who is his. Who was his son's? Who was Chone uh, Hamagel's son's son? And he also had this power. Now there was another grandson, Chanan Hanechba, right? Like Chone Hamagel, he had another grandson. Chone Hanechba was called the Hidden One. Bar Bar said Chone was Chone's daughter's son, another grandson, but from a daughter, not from a son. Well, Have that's who he was. He was a grandson. Ki Ki Have, let's see, Ki Have Mitzarach again. He had that power of bringing the rain, and when the rain, when they need rain, have Meshadra Bani Nuke, the rabbis would send them some young children, the Beirab, Yanuke Beirab, people from the young kids from the yeshiva, like Abay, and they would grab, they grab the, the hem of his, of his clothing and like pray, Abba, Abba, please, uh, Papa, Papa, Havali Metro, please, Daddy, Daddy, bring me some rain. They would talk to him that way. They. In other words, he sent, they would send these young kids that he should report us, so this this Chanan uh, Hanechba said before God, Do for these little kids who don't even understand the difference between the father who can bring rain, meaning you, God, and me who can't bring rain. Or he says because they don't even realize that I'm not their father, right? they think I'm their father. They call me Abba Abba. They're such, such little kids they don't even know who their father is. He would hide himself. Rashi, is, Rashi doesn't like to give us a basic say, feeling basic say, meaning that he would do, he would act, he would act in a secluded way, or he'd be very sneistic in the basic say. Some say No, not that it was in the basic say, but simply he would always go into seclusion and not uh, do it in a public way. From great modesty, he didn't want to do it publicly and say, look, I'm going to bring the rain, you know, and go out publicly and do it. Rather, he did it quietly. Similarly to this idea, we see he was in Eretz Israel, obviously he bought a carbon. Look between the powerful ones, the strong ones, the hard ones of Eretz Israel. The Chasid the bubble, the Chasid the bubble, Chasid the bubble. Who are they? Rav Huna, Rav Chista. They were Chasid again. Chasid were people who do lifting Mishra Sadim. What are they? Kevin Mitzarach. When they needed rain, 
Amr, they said, Nechnev, let's gather together, Hadadi, let's gather, Nechnev, El Hadadi, Ribar Rachme, let's pray, Efshid Demir Tzekarish Baruch, maybe Hashem will, will, uh, will uh, accept the tefillahs, uh, the the Mantra, and he would bring rain. Whereas they did it in a public way, Befarhesia, they said, let's gather together and have a public outcry. To keep it the Ara in Yisrael, which is not really a complimentary uh, um, uh, characteristic or adjective to say they were the tough ones, they were the strong ones of Eretz Yisrael. We'll explain what that means. Kagon Rav Yona, Avu at the Rav Mani. The father of Mani was called Rav Yona. Gavim Sarfam, when he went to rain, Havayavis, he would go into his house, Vahomalu, and he would say to the people of his house, he wouldn't even tell them that he's praying for them. He'd say, Havalu, bring me my sack. I'll go buy a zoo's worth of grain. We went outside. He didn't go to the market to buy. Ozl, the Koibadokhne, would stand in one place, a mikta, in a, in, a, in a deep place. He would go down like down, down below. God, I called you out from the depths. The koi beduchti would stand in that sneeze. The koi beduchti sneeze. He would stand in that secluded spot, deep down, like in a hole in the ground. Umefsubesaki would cover himself with sackcloth. The boy Rachman would pray privately, totally privately. Nobody saw him. Basmet rain would come. When he returned home, Amrila, they said to him, "No, I see Mari board. Did you bring the grain home? You went to buy grain. We gave you took the sack and you were going to buy grain for Azuz." Amlu Amin, I figured, well, Basimatra, since rain came, Hashta Rabbi Chalman, now the world has already been relieved and rain will come, and therefore it's silly to buy now when the prices are high because there's no rain. Now there's rain, wait a few days, uh, the grain will come, it'll get cheaper because rain came. So I waited for that. But he didn't even tell his own household that he, was, uh, that he had prayed for rain. In other words, they didn't see Bavel and Eretzisrael, and Eretzisrael, they did it very privately, secludedly, and it's neistic away. And that's why some people call them tekifa, like big shots, like they didn't, uh, you know, they, that, they, they, they didn't uh, gather with other people, like they sort of speak, they did, they were aloof, they did it with, not with other people, but it was really a sign of their tzniyas. The Su, Reb Mani, the son of this Reb Yonah, he said he was the father, that Reb Yonah was the father of Mani, the people in Nasi's house and the president of Eretzisrael's house, they were harassed him. He prostrated himself on his father's kever. These people are bothering me. They're asking me. One day, some people from the Nasi's house were passing by that area of that, of that grave. And the, the feet of their, the hooves of their, the hooves of their horses got stuck. Until they realized what was happening and they were accepted the problems of the local Matsara, they wouldn't bother Rav Money anymore. By the way, you see from over here that he prostrated himself on his father's care with the whole idea about praying, mm-hmm. people going to the basic farce, that whole debate. Are you allowed to pray? Isn't it, uh, isn't it like Dober Alamesim? You're not supposed to speak to the dead. Here you see a, a story that he prayed directly to his father. Abba, Abba, these people are bothering me, and his father helped something. Maybe different with the father. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Well, usually at this, we usually people are going to the farm of parents. The sewer of money, Havi Shchir Kamet Rav Yitzchak Bal Yashiv. He used to learn at Rav Yitzchak Bal Yashiv. Omerlei, Asirei the Bechami, the rich ones of my father-in-law's house. These rich ones, Kamitzarli, they're bothering me. They're bothering Omer Leanu. So he said, Leanu. So he said, okay, let them become poor. These big shots are bothering me. So before they became poor, Omar. Now they're bothering me for money. Now that they've been made poor, now they're pressing me for money. Amar Leasu let them be rich. Leasu became rich. Amar Lo Makabli Alei Inchi Beisi. I'm not happy with my wife. Not that good looking. Amar Lei Mashma. What's she called? Chana. Her name is Chana. Tasiapi Chana. So he said. In other words, these stories with this Rebbe Yosef, 
So he said, let her be pretty. She became pretty. Ah, now she's domineering. Now she thinks she's so beautiful that I'm not good enough for her. Let her go back and be plain again. Now, this story with her, it's like, was an interesting story. He said, let this guy rich, became rich. Let her become pretty, let her become poor. Two Tamidah came before, came before the same of Yitzhak Bar Yashu. They said, the boy please pray for us. We want to become smart. We want to be able to learn better. Pray for. I had this power once, but I sent it away. He realized it's not a good idea. Rashi says, uh, Whatever I asked for was I don't want to do it anymore. It's not accepted so much. Some say it wasn't, it was taken away from some say he realized it's not good to bother God so much with these, with these requests. Then a story start, which starts in this uh, page, we'll finish it tomorrow. He was, he used to learn at Rav Yosef Rav Shafke, he left this yeshiva, Vosli Kamarashi came for Ravashi, and then a story came out about how, a dialogue that he had with Ravashi who said some dip dvar Torah. And we'll finish that up tomorrow, Metzeshem. Have a good day, everybody. Shavua Tov, Chodesh Tov, Chanukah Sameach. Avram, I'll give you a call later, Bli Netter, okay? We'll discuss it later, okay? All right, take care.